0: He's not looking for a church that's standing. i showed you. I said, I see the Lord just splitting. It's Pick a side. And if you're trying to, st- you're going to be split in half. You're, you're going you're gonna to land one side or the other. It's going to be either you're going to be on the rock or you're going to, great will be your fall. I'm not trying to scare nobody. I'm telling you the truth. Because I love you. The games and times are over, church. Over. We, we don't have time to be sitting there playing. We're not. You need to focus everything you're doing with this and the end in mind. You need to make sure. This football team said, we, we want to finish well. Church, there's a championship game coming. That's right. That's right. That's right. You better finish well. You better be able to, you better. you better hear these words, well done, right. thou good and faithful servants. Because if you do not, when that trumpet sounds... And you are not caught up you're not going to want to be on this earth that thing is going to rule demons are going to rule this planet the church the restraining agent will not be here a demonic world system is going to be in power and it is coming it is establishing itself people are already worshiping it the leaders of our government and many governments are already behind the scenes making all this church wake up. Now, I'm not saying give up. I'm, I ain't tapping out. I'm going to spend time in prayer. I'm going to pray against this crap. I'm going to pray against the, the stuff that's coming. And I'm not going to agree with it. I'm not going to just bow down and submit. Church, wake up. I'm going to see when I see this, I go, that's an antichrist. That's the beast that the Bible speaks of. When you see things that are not of God and and they're being presented as God, you need to stand up and say, that is not my God. You need to, as things come up in you, that rise up in you and they are not your God, you need to say, self, that is not my God. I renounce that. I put that thing down. I exalt Jesus. Jesus is Lord. I am not. I don't bow my knee to no one. Not this flesh. Not that, definitely not that thing. But what is that thing? It is the spirit of the air. It is everything we've been talking about. It is the influence that's of this age. Everything that's not promoting life, not true, not love, is that thing. It's that simple. Amen. Amen. That's why we're talking about walking in the truth. John chapter 2, walking, and not just speak walking in the truth, walking in love. And walking alert. This is the day that we're in. We're going to walk in truth. We need to walk in love, and we better be walking alert. Amen? Amen. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Last week we covered think I was blown away by Jesus and his word. We get to know what truth looks like. We've encountered the person of truth. Amen? If you were here last week, is that what you got? I hope you got that. You, you've encountered the person of truth. So you know what it is to walk in truth. You know what it looks like. Church, we know what love looks like because you can take that down. I'm over the, the beast. <laughs> I won't give him too much credit. He's an ugly sucker, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, we we've encountered love. If you're wondering what love looks like, he's a man. His name is Jesus. He came to this earth. He put on flesh and blood. Amen. He showed us what it looks like. If you've ever, when you got saved, you had that, or you've come, if you've come into this room, some of you have already come in the room. You said, "I felt the joy of the Lord. I felt love. I felt." then you've encountered Jesus. It's that, it's that you, he is truth, he is love, period. That's what it looks like, amen? So we're walking in love. Um, 2 John, John says, To the elect lady and her children, whom I love in truth. And not only I, but also all those who have known the truth because of the truth which abides in us and will be with us forever. Grace, mercy, and peace will be with you from God the Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of the Father, in truth and love. He says, I rejoice greatly that I found some of your children walking in truth. As we received commandment from the Father, and now I plead with you, lady, not as though I wrote a new commandment to you, but that which we have had from the beginning. That we love one another. And this is love. That we walk according to his commandments. Did you see that? How do we supposed to walk? Well, in love. But, but how are we supposed to walk? According to his commandments. Not according to anyone else's commandments. Are you with me? And this is the commandment that you have heard from the beginning. And you should walk in it. Now it comes to a transition. For many deceivers have gone out into the world, and who do not confess Jesus Christ is coming in the flesh. This is a deceiver and an antichrist. Look to yourselves that we do not lose the things which we work for, but that we receive a full reward. He says, examine yourself, look at yourself, so we don't lose out. That's like one person in a team laying down. A couple people not giving everything. He says, you need to look to yourself. Church, you don't need to be examining a bunch of other people in this day and age. You need to look at yourself. Examine yourself. He says, so that we don't lose the things that we work for, that we may receive a full reward. How many wants a full reward? Whoever transgresses and does not abide in the doctrine of Christ does not have God. There's a lot of people not abiding. And I'm not talking about you. I'm just the church as a whole. There's a lot of things going. Like, oh, there's all these. We got to abide in him. We got to abide in the things that, that he has instructed. No matter what anyone else says. Stay in those things. It says, he who abides in the doctrine of Christ has both the Father and the Son. If anyone, church, if anyone comes to you and does not bring this doctrine... What doctrine? Everything that John has said. Do not receive him into your house nor greet him. That seems pretty harsh. Don't receive him. Don't don't give him an ear. Don't listen to him. You sure as heck don't bring him in your house and say, bless you. You don't, like in that day, you wouldn't say, Godspeed, brother. Be careful what you bless. You bless things by agreeing with them. You ever been to a wedding? Well, I mean, I don't know if, if they do this anymore, but the old days, they would say, like, does anyone have anything that they would say? Is there any reason that this man should not marry this woman or this woman should not marry this man? Speak now or forever hold your peace. So by you going to the wedding and not saying anything, you are pronouncing your blessing. That's why there's certain I can't go to. I can't go because I'm blessing that. You need to understand what your actions do, what what you say by you being okay with it. Well, I'm not doing it. What are you saying about it? Because you not saying anything and you being there are giving a blessing to it. For he and, and this is very specific for the day we're in, church. Everything that's being, this is very specific for the day we're in. He says, do not receive him into your house nor greet him for, the, for he who greets him shares in his evil deeds. You will share in the reward that he will get for what he's done. Church, have you ever heard that? That's not good. You know, I see a lot of it. Not, I'm not talking. I'm not like on the big scale. Like when I say big church, it's like the TV church, or even big organizational church. Well, we're gonna join forces. We're gonna we're gonna make pacts and treaties together that we won't evangelize one another. By doing that, you're saying we're based. We're on the same team. We're worshiping the same God. Um, there's some people that big organizations have put us together and said like, well, we're the same. Well. If Jesus isn't your high priest, we're not on the same team. If there's another way to salvation except him and him alone, we're not on the same team. If in order for you to be a Christian, you have to attend that place every week or, you, or do everything that organization or place tells you you have to do in order to stay in relationship because the church is him that ain't the same. We're not on the same team. There's one way. His name is Jesus. It, it isn't by how many tithes you pay. It isn't by your church attendance. It isn't by whose ring you kissed. You need to hear me. That ain't the same team. That's a different, that's a different thing. And you you're darn right I'm going to evangelize to people like that you're counting on another way to get to heaven. There is is no other. You don't need to go to any mediator. Christ is your mediator. That's what my Bible says. The the priesthood was done. He is our high priest. Is that a different gospel? Yeah, that is a different gospel than the gospel. The good news is, is there's one. And I don't work for it. I don't I'm not working for my salvation. I'm receiving it and I'm trusting Him for what He did. That's why we say, What you did, Jesus, was enough. Every time we take communion, what you did was enough. Not what I'm doing, what you did. If you don't take communion that way, we're not on the same team. And I'm going to pray for you and hope you receive Christ. We're in the last days. I can't agree with things that aren't true. And if I love people, you're going to say, are you aware of what this says? That doesn't mean you go, you're stupid. You know, you're, no, you lovingly go, brother, sister, I know you have a love for God. Let me show you what the Bible says. Let me show you what Jesus said. You, you know what Mary, the last thing that Mary said, I don't know, I'm, who knows what second service is going to look like. Can you tell, I didn't sleep much last night. No, I didn't. I didn't. It's hard to sleep right now. Knowing that I'm going to stand up here. This might be the last time. If you, if you believe that, it's going to mess with you a little bit. I'm not just saying things. He, God's not just saying things. Just to say them. Just because you've heard it a thousand, well, I've heard that since, I don't care how many times you heard it. It's the truth. We're where we're at. This is where we're at. And I believe this is where we're at. That's why we're doing what we're doing. Mary said, The last words Mary said, if if we want to like put Mary up on a pedestal. The last thing Mary said was do whatever he tells you. Do whatever Jesus tells you to do. That's the last thing we see in in the. They were making. It was was his first miracle. She said, do whatever, do whatever he tells you to do. All right, Mary. (laughs) Good advice. Let's do what Jesus said. Jesus said, I'm the way. I'm the truth and I'm the life. I'm the resurrection and the life. I'm it, guys. If you've seen me, you've seen the Father. Isn't that what he said? I don't need no one else, church. See, you don't need me to get to heaven. You don't. I didn't go I didn't go I didn't pick that thing up and put your sin and your guilt and your shame and go pay for that. He did. There's one to be worshipped. There's one to be worshipped. Not a bunch of other saints. Not Mary. We don't worship Mary. She wasn't sinless. There's one. If she was sinless, she could have taken your sin and got on that cross. The sinlessness of Jesus was the seed of God. And we don't eat him physically. He doesn't physically manifest. We do. We take communion of what he's done, and we say thank you for communing with us and in us. But it doesn't like magically turn into like we're not cannibals. It, now I'm going to feed on this. Where am I at? verse, Over verses 5 and 6, 2 John. Look at John's heart, and now I plead with you. This needs to be our heart as the church, as Christians. I plead with you. I plead with you. Not as though I wrote a new commandment. Not as though I wrote a new commandment. But that which you've had from the beginning church hear me john is telling them you do not need the newest latest and greatest revelation that no one's ever heard before well we're in a day and time that people are oh did you hear so and so on I, they're they're preaching i've never heard it's it's like he now. I don't need the newest, latest, and greatest I've never heard. Now, if you've never heard, like, we're going through Revelation, a lot of people are saying, well, I've never heard that because the church hasn't read Revelation. People haven't taught Revelation. I'm not coming out of, like, things that are, like, never been taught or never been heard or, like, my own kind of, like, hey, this is my new discovery that no one else has ever heard because it's not even biblical. We don't, we, John's saying, I need you to go back to the beginning. Those, in this day and age, in this last day time, church, you need to go back to the beginning. What were those first things? He's saying, I need you to go back to truth, walking in truth, walking in love. What's the, what's the first commandments, guys? He's going, going, Let's go back to the first commandments. Love the Lord your God with all of your heart, with all of your soul, with all of your mind, with all of your strength. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. Jesus said, greater love hath no man than this. Then one would lay down his life for his friends. They will know you for the love you have for one another. Church, my Bible reads, love never fails. That's why John's saying, I need you to walk in truth, stand in truth, speak truth in love, and walk in love. Because the most powerful weapon that if you want a supernatural radical, nuclear warhead bomb to jack up whatever situation the devil's got going on, let some love out. Truth and love. Love never fails. Is that what your Bible reads? Maybe we ought to start using love like a weapon. Maybe we need to learn how to train ourselves in love. Amen? Amen? Like, be trained in it. That's what walking means. It means like you've you've put it on, and you've like discovered where the boundaries of are. Like I'm walking in love. Like where's love big? Amen. But but I'm like my love. I'm like I'm walking in love. God's like, how about you walk in it? Like it, it, enjoy love. Like and be loved like that. Whatever's hindering you or love experience because we don't love because. A lot of times, we don't know what it looks like, or we're scared. Love is vulnerable, church. If, if you don't want to be vulnerable, I can't say it right, but you know what I mean. Vulnerable. There you go. You're never going to love like him. Yes, I've been hurt. You, you, know, you know who's honest to God? I'll be honest. Who's hurt me the most is the church. That doesn't give me an excuse to say, well, forget the church. But you're the pastor. I've told people, and I don't, think I don't think they understand. There's been different people that I've talked with over years. or different ones that want to be in leadership. I said, I don't know if you're ready to be in leadership yet. You haven't been hurt enough. That's the truth. You've got to get broke. you got to be, your flesh has to die. You're, you're, you have to be crushed and say, I still love you. That's what Jesus did. Father, forgive them. I don't know what they're doing. Stephen, as he's getting stoned, the glory of God, he's just shining. Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. That's not a little thing of love. That's walking in a love church. I have no idea where I'm at in my notes. He told Peter, Remember Peter? Peter literally says, I'll die for you. I feel a lot of the church is that way. Guess what? You're going to find out. And I'm not saying God's wrath is going to be poured out on you. I don't believe that for a second. But the Antichrist and man's wrath. Man's wrath, guess what? Jesus didn't hide from me. He said, "They they hate me. They'll hate you. They persecute me, they'll persecute you. Peter Believing himself, not you, Lord, I will die with you. Here was Peter's love experience. So Jesus brings Peter back and says, Peter, do you love me? Do you agape me? Peter, Lord, you know that I phileo you. He didn't say agape back which is a very strong bond, friendship, deep friendship, which we need to have at church. We need to walk in all areas of it. He said, feed my sheep, Peter. It broke Peter's heart that he had to ask him. So he asked him again, Peter, do you agape me? Lord, you know I phileo you. And feed my sheep, Peter. Church, feed a sheep. Peter, one more time. He denied him three times. Peter, then he said, do you phileo me? He didn't even ask Agape again. Do you phileo me? He says, yes, Lord, you know I do. I feed my sheep. Now, I've never heard. I didn't go look at no commentaries. I didn't, here's my take. Peter was very bold the first time. I th- I think Peter is so humble because there's no such thing as humble men, only humbled men. Peter was so humbled that he dare not even say that I'm gonna I agape you. Because agape means you're, you'll lay down your life, you'll you'll anything. I, it's not about me anymore. It's what it's all for you. That's what agape is. I don't think Peter even dared say i'm not i'm i'm not worthy i don't know that's humble i want to, i want to believe that i would but i don't know i know without you i can do nothing that's where peter was at peter was broken peter was and that is what god wants church broken people contrite heart he's not looking for perfect people not looking for people who said i'll oh, i'll save the day he's looking for people who go god without you i don't know The attitude of that antichrist spirit is contrary to Jesus. Jesus was humble. Did, did Jesus flip some tables? Oh, yeah. Jesus was not okay with death. He hated, he, hated, he hated evil. Church, we need to hate evil. Proverbs says, fear God and hate what is evil. Quit playing with evil. That thing was evil. Why would you listen to that? Why would you follow that? Why would you be under the influence of that? Do you love me? Jesus, do you love me? Do you agape me? And I want to be like, heck yeah, I agape you, God. I need to be humble. Say, God, I, I know I phileo you. Help me agape you. Lord, I got eight minutes. (laughs) We don't need the next latest, greatest new word from the next latest, greatest guru that has this new insight that has never been taught before. Yeah, that's my note. (laughs) Did that all make sense? That's what John's saying. That's not what Pastor Steve is saying. That's what John was saying. Now here's what I want you to see. Methods may change and methods should change. Principles should never change. <laughs> methods may change and methods should change. Why? Cuz culture changes, people change. The day and hour that we live in change, but the principles should never change. <laughs> Me and Pastor Jay agreed on a lot of things. Principles we agree 100% on. It used to be there was a lot of different um, things that were like what the church stood for. Or it was love God, love people. I don't know what the other thing was. There, there was a bunch. But really what our, what our core values are, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. You guys know what the third one is? Go in the world and make disciples. The two greatest commandments and the great commission. We don't need to worry ourselves with any much more than that. That's the same. How we go about that is going to be different. Methods may change. How we do things is going to change. The principles will not change. Do you guys know we're in a different day now than we were 20 years ago? We're in a different day now than we were 50 years ago. A hundred years ago is a different world. What's happening? Guys, pay attention. Daniel said in the book of Daniel, he said that Knowledge would increase. People would go to and fro. People rode horses since the beginning of time until about 120, well, 110 years ago. They went from Henry Ford, like a pedal kind of motorcycle, Indian, Harley-Davidson, to you can go to space now. You can. Do you think knowledge increased? Do you think God knew it would? Do you think God's like, hey, Daniel, I love you. I'm going to tell you some stuff how it's going to be in the end times. That's love, guys. You think we should share that information? What? It's crazy to me that, that we as the church has not, an, uh, that I haven't. I'm just learning prophecy and, and seeing the value of it. How come I haven't known like the greatest way that we could evan- evangelize anyone, I believe, it's through prophecy. God is outside of our time. He's the one who, he's like the beginning and the end. Alpha and Omega. Like, he's not bound by time. He actually has told the church all through history what was going to happen before it happened. The Koran doesn't do that. The Book of Mormon doesn't do that. There is no other religious group that has prophecy that you can go, it happened just like it said. 30% of the Bible. We're in good hands. Our God loves us. He tells us stuff. (laughs) He's like, I don't want you to be kept in the dark. I want you to know where we're at. John takes them back to the basics of what they'd heard from the beginning. Church, we got to go back to the basics. Remember the first church that's mentioned uh, in the letter to the seven churches? What church was that? Ephesus. What did he say? You've left your first love. Let's go back to the basics, church. We can't, he challenges, John challenges us to not just be hearers, but doers. I don't need you to hear me today. I mean, I need you to hear me because if you don't hear me, you won't do it, but I'm not going to be excited. Like, it's, it's not impressive. Like, I'm not going to go feel like the Lord really used me today because you heard my voice. I'm not going to be like, well, they heard, yes. I'm going to be like, God, they heard because it's being put to action. Amen. And that's starting to happen. I, I had some texts and some reports of people speaking the truth, sharing their faith, saying I told everyone in the office. Yes! I'm like, yes, they heard. That's what God, you heard me. Not because you're like, I heard you. No, he's like, yes, when you do it. They heard me. This is what Jesus said in John 13, 33 through 34. Little children. Remember how many times I said John used little children in his writings? Where did he get that? John was the young one. He heard Jesus say that a lot to them, little children. So John, being wise, like, I'm going to steal that. I like that. No, but John having that same type of love. He spoke to those little children. And this is Jesus saying, little children, I shall be with you a little while longer. You will seek me, and as I said to the Jews, where I'm going, you cannot come. So now I say to you, a new commandment I give to you, that you love one another. As I have loved you. Did you see that? As I have loved you. What does love look like? Like Jesus, how he's loved us. That's what it looks like. And his, his, this little challenge isn't a little, he says, I want you to love one another as I have loved you. That's as I have agaped you. I want you to love like I love. And here's what I can tell you from firsthand experience. This is still a regular prayer that I pray. God, my love, and I'll say stinks. That's not what I tell him though. God, my love, I don't love like you. I'm honest. God, I so want to love like you, but I don't love like you. My love is conditional still. God, if people are good to me, it's easy to be good to them. But, Lord, when they're not good to me, it is hard for me to want to love them. God, I need your love. I pray, God, help me. I need your love. Because I still want to punch people when they're rude and mean, and <laughs> like I'm just be- I just—I went to the football game last night. It's challenging. I'm like dangerous to go places with a bunch of people. But there's these two guys. We got there two hours early. There's two guys. They get there like at the end, like right before the game, and they just—they're going to stand. And we're—we're we're like here. They're going to stand right in front of us, and they do. And I'm thinking, I'm just going to—I'm not going to say Jenny's like, don't say anything. I said, well, I'm not going to, but as if, if they're still, like, surely they'll sit down as the game starts. No. So I, excuse me, and I'm nice, excuse me, could you, I can't, like, you're standing in front of, could, could you, I'm, I'm not sitting down, said, well, you're going to need to sit down. I'm not sitting down, I'm watching the game. I said, well, I'd like to watch the game too. Well, I'm not, I said, you're, you're going to sit down. I'm sorry, but I'm, God did make me a man. I'm sorry the culture is against men, but the men in here will know when, when you're polite and you ask someone and they're, they're like basically saying, no, forget you. Um, I don't care what you have to think or, and that, that's just rudeness. No, you're not going to stand in front of me this whole, I, I just you're not going to stand in front of me this whole game, I can tell you that. That's just not going to happen. I I, I'm 100% positive at this point. <laughs> and he's like, well, I, want, I said, yeah, so do I. He's like, I want to watch the game. Yeah, that's, I said, that's why I got here two hours earlier. Yeah, I want to watch the game too. And I think it started to click like, I don't think he's kidding. I think that's what he re- realizes, like, oh, like that's not going to work. Now, I did not love him. I get, now, here's what I can tell you. I high-fived that dude all night. I did. Did I not? I, I, did, I, didn't, I didn't do anything to him. Now, I, I, I'm standing before God. I don't know what I'd have done. I don't. Someone's got to bail me out, though. (laughs) I I, I don't know if it was me or my wife's prayers that got him to sit down. (laughs) I said all that to say, I pray this prayer. Lord, help me to love like you love. Because I'm not there. And I so want to be. Now, I can say I am growing. (laughs) Like, Here's how I know. You guys didn't see that on the news. (laughs) There was a day that I could pretty well, my sister could tell you I would not have been able to watch that game. (laughs) That's the truth. But it's very funny that during, this, during these studies, the Lord is so good <laughs> to give me a lot of opportunities to love people. My wife can tell you this last week. And it was like, oh, seriously, it was like at that point, I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. Like, I feel like I'm getting set up. Like, all week long, I had a lot of opportunities to love people extremely well. and and i i can say i did that last one wasn't wasn't the the best example <laughs> but still i could say that was love <laughs> let's move on i will say about love it's it's people want to just oh love 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 is to be exercised within the boundaries and guidance of his word and his commandments within the guidelines of obedience you hear me within the guidelines of obedience jesus said in 15 john 15 9-13 as the father loved me i also have loved you abide in my love abide in my love that means remain in my love Don't step outside of my love. Don't step out into your love, Steve. Your love has limits. Steve, remain in my love. Abide in my love. You know what that tells me? I can. If he's asking me to do, he doesn't ask me to do something I can't do. Church, do you hear that? He don't ask you to do things you can't do. He'll ask you to do things you can't do in your strength. He'll ask you to do things that there's no possible way you can do in the natural that you'll have to do through him and with him. Holding his hand the whole way. And sometimes you get way out on the end of his hand and he's like, get back here. He says, if, see that word, two word, two letters, if. You keep my commandments, you will abide in my love. Church, we can't say we're abiding in his love when we don't keep his commandments. We can't say we're abiding in his love when we don't speak the truth. We can't say we're abiding in his love when we okay and bless things that are not for you to bless. He said, abide in my love. Obey my commandments. That's how you abide in my love. You can't say you abide in his love when you don't hate evil. Like he does. That's not abiding in his love. And people say, well, that's just not very loving. It is loving if you hate evil. Because he hates evil. (laughs) Here's what love isn't. Love isn't an uncontrollable emotion. We went Well, I just have no control. I just can't help it. Well, that's a that's that's different. That's not agape. Agape is a choice. Hear me. Agape is a choice and it's always a choice. You have to make a choice to agape. You just don't like Oh, I just fell into agape no you don't fall into agape you choose to walk in agape you can't agape without abiding in him man I didn't even I thought we'd finish love today how foolish of me. <laughs> well, I'm not going to get any further because I really want to get into. There's a lot more there and I'm not. I don't feel I should throw it out. Um, you'll have to come back. I don't know what's going to happen next service. That should be interesting. <laughs> we'll do this. There's four loves. <laughs> there's storge. These are Greek. I love, I love, like, no, I'm not going to go into it. I'll just say this, because we don't have time. In English, American English is a lousy language. Because you'll hear people just say, love you, I love you. Especially kids are just like, all their friends, I love you, 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 love you. I'm like, and I it just, I'm like, no, you don't. Like, you just throw love around like it's cheap. It's just like, just this. Love ain't cheap. I don't tell everyone I love them. It doesn't. I mean, there's different kinds of love. But if we only have one word, then that means agape. It means storge. It means phileo. It means eros. In English, in Greek, it means different things, which we'll look at. Some of you are you're like, yep, I've heard all that before. But I don't know if you've heard it like I'm going to share it. And it doesn't matter if you've heard it before. You're in a day-to-day that you need to hear it. Because John said we need to go back to the beginning. Amen. We need to implement those things which were from the beginning. I'm not teaching a new word. Are you hearing me? It's not a new thing. I, I, have I taught really anything today that was like new? If you haven't heard it, it doesn't mean it's new. John taught it, Jesus taught it, plenty of other pastors have taught it, but we're in a different day, so like to me, the whole Bible is like new, like the days are, it's like everything is so, I see it so different and new and fresh, and verses I've known and studied and even I can quote are a lot different today, amen, how many of you have experienced that? You're seeing, I'm like watching the Bible like come off the pages alive, like never, I mean, that, that's happened, but not like it's like, whoa, this is crazy. Last week we covered truth, walking in truth. You've been, I, you know the person truth. Do you? You know the person love. Walk in it. Walk with him. Put your hand back in his hand. Lord, teach me how to love like you. Lord, expand my love circle. Help me to love the two guys that are standing in front of me. You're going to drive me nuts today. Lord, help me to love the person who has lied three times now in a row on something very important. And thank the Lord he, like, began to show me they may have a problem. Like, they got a serious problem. That's evident, Lord. Like, no, they may have a problem. And thank you, Lord. Now I can see them through your eyes, through your love, and just go, they have a problem. And it's so hard to humble yourself and get burned and, or watch people you care for get burned and not want to go like, oh, that's not right. But the Lord wants me to love them, so I'm blessing them. I'm blessing them. And we're going to bless them tremendously again. And it's going to be fun to watch. I'm serious. It's going to be awesome. Because God is going to do something. I believe, I'm prophesying, God is going to do something radical with this person. Why else would He bring them to my attention? Why else would He bring them across my path while I'm studying walking in truth and walking in love? Someone extremely challenging to do that in the natural. I'm going to need Jesus' help. That means I'm going to grow. Yay! Amen? How many want to grow? You are in a target rich environment, my friends. We're in the last days. You're going to have to walk in truth and love. You're going to walk in, the way you're going to, the way we are going to overcome is walking in truth and walking in love and being very careful of where we're walking and who's involved. Amen. Let me pray.